Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! And welcome. The Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Joe Galina. And as always, I'm joined by my buddy, uh, George Kurtz. George, how's it going this weekend? It's going, Joe. You know, I'm out here uh, deeper on Long Island, so I'm pretty close to where uh, Shinnecock is for the U.S. Uh, Open. And uh, mm-hmm. doesn't make me happy, mind you, because, you know, the LIE <laughs> is already packed. And yesterday, yeah. I, I got to go to the uh, ref some hockey games, and there's traffic up the wazoo. So, uh... Yeah, so the weekend is going. And Joe, well, before, uh, I, before I forget, because I, I yes. in the next three hours I might, you and I are both fathers. Happy yes. pre-Father's Day to you. Same to you, pal. Uh, any uh, special plans tomorrow, or are you just going to let your family pamper you? <laughs> yeah, I live with five women. That, that That's certainly not going to happen. Uh, uh, yeah, my uh, my brother's coming over. My neighbors will stop by, so I'll have a little, little barbecue out on the uh the patio, uh, uh-huh. nothing too extravagant. I tell you, the best uh, best Father's Day gift I ever got was probably uh, my my kids are eleven and seven now. So this was probably four or five years ago where they were seven and two, uh, seven and three, or somewhere around there. Wife mm-hmm. goes, you know, beautiful Sunday afternoon. Uh, we didn't have any plans. She goes, ah, oh, you know what? I'm gonna take the kids to my sister's. You got the house to yourself. You can watch the games. It's like yes. <laughs> Victory is mine. There you go. There you go. And you know, if they did that tomorrow, you'd have a chance to watch uh, Yankee Old Timers Day, right? Yeah, uh, I'm surprised the Yankees would schedule this on Old Timers Day. I think it's unusual for them. They usually do not do that. So I thought that was uh, I said, a little surprising to me that they would do that. Mm-hmm. But I will watch uh, some of it. But, you know, it's, it's uh, like Greg Nettles is my favorite player. You know, and he hasn't been there in probably five years. Not sure why. Uh, mm-hmm. I was wondering if it's his health or if he, him and the yeah. organization aren't getting along. Uh, I'm actually wearing a Thurman Munson jersey now. He obviously mm-hmm. won't be there. Uh, his wife reasons. will. His widow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Diana will Diana? be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Rich Gossage will go. I you know, doubt he, it. I didn't see him on the list. Like uh, I was looking at a list before the show. Uh, I didn't see Gossage on there. Uh, See, not the shame. He's, he's another one yeah. of my favorite players. Yeah, yeah. The two guys that that I. Uh, I really want to see, and they're getting up there. Whitey Ford and Don Larson, they're the, the holdouts from, you know, like when I, when you and I were kids, you know, Joe DiMaggio was still showing up at Old Timers Day, right? You remember that? Like the oh, yeah. Mickey Mantle, Mickey Mantle. I mean, Yogi sure. Berra. I mean, you know, it was a who's who, like the, the, the from the history of baseball. Uh, but little by little, of course, uh, they've they've passed on. But yeah, Whitey Ford last year he didn't look that. You know, he's he's getting older. I mean, he partied hard. Him, <laughs> Billy Martin, no. Mickey Mantle. They they partied, man. It's breaking news for everybody. <laughs> Mickey Mantle partied hard. Uh, and uh, Don Larson, of course, pitched a perfect game. I think it was the '56 World Series, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, the two two really uh, holdouts from from uh, baseball's. Uh, Heyday, I guess. So yeah, I believe festivities cool. start at eleven o'clock on the S network. For those wondering, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll be mm-hmm. tuning in. I don't think mm-hmm. we're starting till about three, so uh, I should be able to get most of my old timers day in. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was thinking, are there any other teams in baseball that actually have an old timers day anymore? You know, I th- I don't think so offhand. I'm I thinking that them. if any team would, it might be the Dodgers. I mean, they've been around forever. Uh, they have a great history. Yeah, the Red Sox have been around, but I don't think. I mean, I, you know, I tried to find, uh, couldn't find another one. If there is, I, you, you never see highlights of it or anything right, like that. Right. So I don't think I, there used to be years mm-hmm. back. There was. I know that maybe right. the Mets had uh, had them, but I, I think the, it's the Yankees' history and the, the way the Yankees pull it off is uh, it's just uh, they they do it right. Mm-hmm. And they do it correctly, and I think also the fans love it. I mean, maybe if these other teams, the fans don't care. You know, right. as much as you say the Dodgers have a great history, which they do. Now some of that's mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. It's not always in Los Angeles, yeah. so maybe that's a part of it as well. But uh, it—I um, used to really look forward to it 
probably not as much now as I used to. Like I said, my favorite players aren't going anymore. My favorite players growing up aren't going anymore. So uh, that might have something to do with it. Plus, I'm a Don Mattingly fan. Mm. Obviously, he's a little busy. So he won't be there. So it's like, you know, Paul O'Neill, I guess, would be next on that list of players I uh, I care about. I see, you see him all the time anyway. I think he's there, yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll, well, I assume, I think yeah, he'll be announcing he'll be again Mike, and playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, usually... Uh, Bobby the, Mercer, uh, I was a fan Flaherty. of. Uh, Flaherty, uh, not that I'm a big fan of, but he's part of the broadcast team. So usually yeah. he's Mike too. But uh, Scooter yeah. uh, was uh, mm-hmm. was always fun. Yeah. You know, so uh, as I said, most of the guys I care about just won't be there. And the ones that are, you see him all the time anyway. So the debuts, uh, and I don't want to spend too much time on this because it might be boring people, but Andy Pettit, Jason Giambi, Nick Swisher, and Deion James will be making their... Uh, Deion James, yeah, that boy. Right? People can't <laughs> wait for him to come. <laughs> right. But uh, Andy Pettit, you know, won, some, won a couple World Series wins, right? Yeah, One of that cool BP yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's uh, pretty cool. Um, so... Um, I know that uh, you had asked on on Twitter. You, you are you watching any of this World Cup? No, no. no I, you were asking I, like you were asking about the stoppages and you know what's the story with that? Yeah, when I first like you know I, I'm not a big soccer fan, but and especially now with the World Cup, you know the U.S. is not quali- didn't qualify. Uh, I'm Italian American. Italy didn't qualify, and they usually have a pretty good team, which is pretty surprising. But you know, without those two teams there, it kind of lost a little bit of its uh, luster for me. But uh, you brought up an interesting point. Like, you know, you know, instead of uh, stoppage time, why not just stop the clock, right? I mean, because then it seems like at the end, it's like almost like the referee's discretion as to how much time, you know, they should tack on right. at the end. <laughs> this seems awfully flaky to me. <laughs> and, I, and I don't say this as a, uh, I know I can be sarcastic. And mm-hmm. I say this in, in all true seriousness. What the hell is going on here? Like I said, so well, the referee just makes it up. Oh, we're gonna do twelve minutes today. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's got a stopwatch in his pocket. Why not just stop the clock? Ball goes out of bounds. Stop the clock. You right. know the, the throw-ins or the, the the corner kicks. Okay, the clock doesn't start. The ball comes in, and you got ten mm-hmm. seconds to kick the, or throw the ball in. Uh, an injury, same thing. Stop. What the hell is stoppage time? I love when you watch. Uh, I said I don't watch soccer. I don't. It, I have no problem. People do. I just don't. I think the game is boring as hell. Mm-hmm. And these guys who get hit and then roll around the ground like they've been shot eighteen times <laughs> destroys it for me. You know, I'm a hockey great. fan. These guys lose <laughs> teeth. They go pick up their teeth and they play the next shift. You right. know, soccer. You get tripped and you're, you're you know you're you're going to be in a hospital room for three. I just it drives me insane. But mm-hmm. once again, just stop the clock. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't get it. I mean, at the end of the game, like when you, if I'm waiting for a program on anthro soccer, oh, we're in stoppage stuff, but you don't know when it's going to end. Is it eight mm-hmm. minutes, twelve minutes, two minutes? I mean, what the hell? I just I don't get why you would have this. I don't I don't get why this is accepted, where we don't know when the game's going to end. I mean, how silly is this? You know, someone yeah. uh, posted because I, when I posted a question, someone said, "Well, it adds more drama to it." Oh, okay, but wouldn't the same drama be there? Oh, you got two minutes left in the game. Better oh, hurry. Better start running. What's the drama? Because you you really don't know how right. Much that's time the drama. The you don't know. Uh, put on, so it could end at any second. But that's idiotic. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of agree. But, uh, yeah. so I, I just, I, I really, I don't get why this is still accepted. Mm-hmm. Why people just don't, you know, aren't, you know, crying for change here. And everybody wants mm-hmm. to know. We want to know everything. And it's going, right? We, every little detail. Think of baseball. All the anal- analytics and stats we have. But mm-hmm. in soccer, we don't know when the game will end. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that's me. Like I said, it's, it's just silly to me. Okay. You don't like drama. That's fine. Uh, so let's uh, get started. We're going to be talking some uh, fantasy baseball today, uh, going over uh, some news and notes from around the league. Also, uh, do some uh, closer report uh, with uh, our friend George, who's hot, who's not. Uh, I was involved in a mock draft uh, this week, so we'll go over that. And uh, maybe take a look at some of the players that you might want to consider taking up off of the waiver wire but uh, just i mean last week there was just a deluge of injuries this week it's it's not as bad but uh, miguel cabrera uh went down a first baseman future hall of famer right uh, oh uh, yeah oh, probably yeah, first yeah. ballot okay. hall of famer yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely yes okay because i know that you you're a very tough grader but yeah i mean come on we can't argue with that but uh went down for the season bicep surgery done for the year uh it looks like that the guy to own from that Tiger team is John Hicks. Been playing a little bit, uh, maybe you could say maybe over his head. I mean, any interest in picking up Jonathan Hicks off the waiver wire for you? You know, you wrote him up in that five-up, five-down. He was one of the up guys. What makes him valuable is that he has catcher eligibility. 
in most leagues. So that's where you want him. You don't really want him as a first baseman corner infielder. I don't think it's going to pay off there. But as a catcher, especially if you're in a two-catcher league, which I can't stand, but if you are, there you go. You just got a catcher who might hit 10 home runs the, next, uh, the rest of the year. Even mm-hmm. wouldn't shock, shock me it's more. He's got some power. He's got some pop. Yeah. So that's where his value is. Mickey's gone for the year uh, at the torn bicep. So he's, I mean, he's been hurt, you know, the past couple of years anyway. He's become uh, yeah. that kind of player. Can't stay healthy, which is not the biggest shock. The man's not in the greatest shape. Never really was. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it, it's, once again, it's, it's harming him. It's hurting him now. So Hicks, catcher eligibility, and you want him at catcher. You really don't want him at first base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's batting 301, six home runs, 23 runs batted coming into the start of his weekend. That's uh, over 45 games. And you're right, depending on uh, the league rules in your league that you play, he has played 13 games a catcher and uh, 31 at first base. So I think you're right. That's a, that's a good uh, point on your part. Um, so uh, with the Giants, uh, another uh, injury uh, to talk about. Well, first of all, Brandon Belt is coming back this weekend, has been uh, sidelined uh, due to appendicitis. Uh, he was on his way to a career year. Uh, coming into this weekend, 307, 11 home runs, 31 runs batted in in 53 games. You know, we, we talked about uh, Belt in the past, a uh, guy that, you know, maybe if he didn't play in that ballpark in San Francisco, maybe he would have, you know, eclipsed maybe the 30 home run uh, mark. But uh, so far... Uh, it's been a good year for him. You just wonder how long it's going to take for him to get the rust off, especially with appendicitis. You, you wonder how, you know, if you have this <laughs> injury in the side of your, uh, in your side, how it's going to affect your swing, if you're going to be able to swing uh, the way you had. But uh, he's back. Yeah, I don't know if I'll uh, go with the he would have hit 30 more home runs if not for the ballpark. I think he certainly would hit more, but his career yeah. high is 18. You're going to have a hard time telling if it was a uh, normal-sized ballpark. He would yeah, have hit 30, 12 maybe, more home runs. Maybe one year. You know, everyone has that one year where they just go off. So you're right. Maybe I shouldn't say that maybe he'd be a perennial 30 home run guy, but, you know, he could approach it. Uh, I don't know if I'm buying that, Mr. Galena, the fantasy All Jesus right. here. You call, you call him belt. BS. <laughs> I don't know if I'm BS. I, I just don't know if I can buy a quite 30 home run. But he's back. <laughs> He'll be activated today. He's someone who uh, was having a career. He was having a career year this mm. year, and he was hitting for power, which was somewhat surprising. That ballpark was always sort of strange to me because they didn't, to my mind, I mean, I like the park, but they didn't mm-hmm. think about long term. You know, they built it for Barry Bonds. Yeah, because he could hit it out of anywhere. Well, of course he was. He was taking steroids by the pounds. Mm-hmm. But uh, he could hit it out of anywhere, but didn't they think he'd retire one day? And, you know, now it's, it's sort of the anti-Yankee Stadium. You really don't want left-handers in that ballpark because mm-hmm. that ballpark is pretty much where fly balls go to die to right field, and especially mm-hmm. right, uh, specifically right center. So, uh, like I said, Belt, he's certainly you're going to put him back in your lineup. The one good thing, uh, I don't think they're rushing him back. You know, he's been out probably the normal amount of time here. Uh, it's not a wrist injury, not a hand injury, you know, not anything to do with the fingers, the thumb. I always, because I always worry about those injuries for guys. It's an appendicitis, bad luck. You know, mm-hmm. he's back, he's healthy. I don't think they rushed him back. They did think about activating him yesterday because Longoria went on a DL. So, uh, bottom line is, you get to see him for a couple of games first, assuming you're in a weekly lineup league, and you can plug him back into your lineup on Monday if you like what you see. And I always appreciate that. With guys who are out a couple of weeks, Joe, I like mm. guys who are, you know, when they come back, let it be late in the week. That's why yeah. I get to see them. Make perfect. sure they're healthy. Yeah. I hate it when a guy comes back, like, let's say Syndergaard's going to be a perfect example of this. He might come back next weekend, which mm-hmm. means, oh, man, what do I do on Monday? Do I put him in my lineup or do I, you know, do I give up that start? And for me, it's going to be an easy choice. I'll give up the start because I don't want to take a chance, especially with a pitcher, that mm-hmm. that first start just doesn't go well or he's not quite healthy and he leaves after two innings. But uh, at least it's not a two-start week because that, that even – you know, that really destroys because now you probably have to put him in your lineup and you're taking right. chances there. But Belt, almost certainly, two games uh, today and tomorrow. I get to see what he looks like. Probably back in my lineup on Monday. Mm-hmm. You know, no science behind this. And, and it's, I don't know if you've noticed that. I'll just mention it. Do you notice that sometimes, you, and I agree with you, you know, it's nice that we have this two-game cushion to decide whether or not we're going to put Belt in our lineup in next week. But do you ever notice, let's say, if someone comes back from, uh, you know, some time off, either an injury or whatnot, that first game back, they end up hitting a home run. I mean, like I said, no science behind it, no <laughs> stats. But, do you You know, it's just like, you take notice. I don't know if you've uh, noticed as well. But when we come back, you mentioned uh, Evan Longoria on the DL. Well, uh, see if that uh, means that maybe Panda might be fantasy relevant again. I want to get George's opinion on that. We'll be back with more Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Love that little queen action, Hank. Another one bites the dust. And hey, you want a chance to win two tickets to a 2018 World Series game? Well, go to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. There you'll find a link to a free DFS baseball contest every day. The contest is sponsored by DKMS, who are looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. While 30% of patients can find a matching donor in their families, 70%, that's nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and donate. Find out how you can help and play in free DFS contests with a shot at winning two tickets to a 2018 World Series game. Go to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com slash DKMS. So, uh, George, that was uh, pretty cool to uh, come back from the commercial to another one bites the dust. Uh, You're a classic rock kind of guy. You like Queen? Oh, yeah. They definitely would be in my top three top five you know mm-hmm. queen who floyd stones genesis probably uh in some order those are my top led zeppelin uh you always mm-hmm. forget forget some bands but those would be my uh top five bands my daughter loves queen my 11 year old actually knows more about queen than i did i guess she picked it up from all the queen songs i listen to sure sure and then she yeah she loves and she tells me always you know queen's facts like my mm-hmm. god it's kind of embarrassing lily knows more <laughs> than i do about queen <laughs> well have you seen um the trailer there's a movie coming out i think in november called bohemian rhapsody and uh the, the Rami malik he's uh stars in mr robot i don't know if you're familiar with the show on usa network if you haven't seen it really good show by the way uh mr robot really thought-provoking and whatnot but he, he plays uh freddie mercury he looks really good he, he the, the, did a good job i don't know how good the movie's going to be the uh the trailer looks good but you can make a trailer look good it doesn't matter right you just put the best parts of the movie sometimes you feel like it's, you've seen the whole movie right when you watch a trailer but uh, coming out in november so, you know i, I saw uh saw solo last weekend or the weekend before that did you? It was. yep mm-hmm. there were like 23 trailers all right and i'm yeah. not exaggerating by all that yeah. much before mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, the, the Queen Bohemian Rhapsody was one of them, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean I won't go see it, mind you, but it, it looked all, it looked all right. How come? Uh, but yeah. why won't you see it? I'm not going to spend what a hundred dollars uh, on a movie for you know for that. I, I don't. It's it's hard. You know, you got kids, man. It's something I got to find now. Mm-hmm. I got to find babysitters. Got to go spend money for the movie. <laughs> go, it's just it's just too hard. Yeah, right. and it's not a movie I would take my kids. I, I took my kids to go see Solo, sure, mm-hmm, Star Wars, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna go tell them. You know, I'm not gonna go pay to make goes there to take them to mm-hmm. see that. So, and but I'm not kidding, man. There were so many trailers, like, and I used to love trailers back when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, at the four or five, I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm. You know, I don't, need, I don't need to see any of these movies anymore. I know what they're about now. I can move on. Right. You know, uh, it's like God, but yeah, there were uh, an awful lot of trailers. Did you like Solo? I thought it was solid. I did. I thought it was a solid. I mean, I wouldn't say I loved it, but right, I thought right. it was a solid flick. I mean, I like some yeah. of the references they uh, they made there. You know, Job of the Hut was referenced. Yeah. Uh, one thing I don't get. I mean, this movie takes place probably twenty years before, maybe fifteen before Star Wars. Chewbacca's got the same bandolier. He never upgraded. Yeah, you know, because he gets the, that's where he gets his first bandolier. Well, we found, in this we movie. found out he's one hundred ninety or something, right? Well, how, the, yeah, how old he was one ninety six. Was it one ninety six? One eighty six? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Hand still got the same, uh, you know, laser pistol vest. Does it? Too. Doesn't get a new does one. Does, same vest, right? Wear a vest. So it's, yeah. These guys, they, they don't get a new war. They don't get new equipment. That that laser pistol on the bandolier just survives all these years. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I found that to be. Uh, 
Although, you know, I guess they, you know, they want to say where he gets it from, but, you know, it's been 15 years. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. about you. I, I get a new TV in a, uh, every five years or so. I think I might get a new pistol in within 15 years. I mean, wouldn't the old one not work after a while? You, know, you don't see guys still, uh, for the most part, toting six shooters nowadays. They're probably going with an automatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a point there. I saw you and uh, Jake Seeley, all-in kid, uh, going off on, not going off, uh, just a little back and forth uh I think Jake had bought a Star Wars toy for his nephew or niece or, or some. Yeah, an X-Wing know. fighter, I believe it yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that I was gonna, cool. Yeah, yeah. I was going to chime in and put a picture of my uh, – I have a uh, all-terrain armored transport. You know, those uh, the ones that were featured in Empire Strikes Back. You know, oh, the Snowwalkers? Kinda, yeah, yeah. Like from the 70s. I even have the original box. So I was going to chime in, but I said, you know what? You know, I don't want to make them jealous. <laughs> my cousin, I wasn't kidding. I wrote the post. He's got these. Uh, he's got the Millennium Falcon, some Tie Fighters, mm-hmm. and uh, some X-wing fighters. And he's got them hung, you know, from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, I, listen. I'm a, I guess I'm a geek that way. I would. L- I don't know why I haven't done. That. I would love to have them. Well, probably because my kids would destroy them. But I would love mm-hmm. to have them. There, a little, little fight scene up in the ceiling. There you go. Uh, so before we left for commercial, we were talking about uh, Evan Longoria. He's going to be out uh, for a while. Uh, he was batting 246, 10 home runs, 34 runs batted in. Over his career, you know, he's that's the one thing. I mean, he's he's had a, I'd say, a very good career, not a great career. Seems to have always killed the Yankees, though. Uh, but uh, I guess one of his strong points is that he never really misses games, you know. But uh, he's going to be out for a while. And uh, all of a sudden, I don't know, do you think that uh, Kung Fu Panda, Pablo Sandoval, uh, has a little fantasy value at this stage. I mean, uh, Friday night, two-run home run and a single, uh, 55 games, batting 281 as a 348 on base percentage, uh, 455 sluggings, close to 800 OPS, right? I mean, it's crazy, but if you take those numbers and, and figure them out for a full season, that's 15 home runs, 70 runs batted in. That's like the Pablo of old, right? I mean, this guy was in high A ball for a minute last season, right? And AAA too, but uh, he's back home in San Francisco. And look, he's not a superstar, but, uh, you know, numbers are pretty decent right now. Oh, God. Uh, Pablo Sandoval. Uh, I mean, Hans is going to get a chance to play there as well, so it's going to be uh, a mixed bag there. I mean, you're right about Longoria. He only missed 12 games to pay coming into the season the last five years combined. So mm-hmm. the man played. You know, one, one of his big pluses, he played. You know, he's mm-hmm. relying on him, and now he's going to be out for a bit with the fractured hand. Uh, unlucky. You know, I got hit with a pitch, and you know, the finger broke. What are you, you going to do? Uh, mm-hmm. It is just bad uh, bad luck. But he wasn't having a great year anyway. It shouldn't be, certainly shouldn't be killing your fantasy team here. I mean mm-hmm. – yeah, he had 10 home runs, which sounds nice, but it was, came with a 246 average. His OBP yeah. was only 278. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's horrendous. His yes, o- OPS is only 712. Then he, last mm-hmm. year was only 737. So he is what he is at this point right now. Is really, he's going to hit you some home runs, but that's about it. You're not going to get much else out of him here. So fantasy-wise, I think you're fine. You could, you could be, you should be able to find that power, even do better as far as a mixture of power and average is concerned. Sandoval, I mean, I think you have to be pretty desperate <laughs> in the twelve-team league to pick him up and start mm-hmm. him. Uh, I think he's more of a uh, you know, more of an NL-only deeper league than that. Hanson uh, does give me some, uh, or I should say, I, I do have some interest in Alan Hanson. You know mm-hmm. that he might be able to do some damage, has some second base eligibility as well, uh, so you can move him around a little bit. I just don't, I, I just don't love, I don't love him either though. But I think the mm-hmm. average, once again, I think it depends on what you're looking for here. I think his average will be higher. So if you need to save average, maybe some speed. There you go. You know, and the home runs as well. So I, if I had to choose between Hanson and Sandoval, I'm going Hanson. There you go. All right. You've heard it here. Uh, the uh, Anaheim Angels, basically the whole team's on the DL, right? I mean, we talked last Four week. Four guys about, yesterday placed yeah, on the yeah, DL. Yeah. But, and we also talked uh, the week before about Shohei Otani. Uh, there was a little back and forth uh, whether or not he would need Tommy John surgery. I mean, at one point, I think one news reporting agency said that uh, it was imminent that he was going to have it. Then the Angels came and said, well, you know, we really haven't made the determination yet. So I guess we'll stick with, you know, they were going to wait three weeks and, and see if any rehab was going to help him out or not. You know, we talked about Otani having a partial tear. And some pitchers in the past have been able to rehab it and, and come back. Other pitchers uh, who had a partial tear of the UCL needed the surgery. But uh, uh, the other players that George uh, alluded to on the Angels, Zach Cozart, their shortstop, uh, shoulder injury. He's on the DL. 
had a career year in 2017, right? 297, 24 home runs. This year, uh, not so much. Batting 219 and five home runs. Uh, I'm not sure if the shoulder injury is something that just cropped up. Maybe it was something that he's been dealing with uh, underlying. Uh, another guy on the DL from the Angels, Garrett Richards. Uh, hamstring issue. At least it's not his arm, right? So when he's healthy, he's a nice pitcher uh, for the middle of your fantasy staff. Uh, last 84 sta- starts. I can't even talk, George. Last 84 starts dating back to 2014. Has a 3.11 ERA, 1.17 whip. But uh, 2016 and 2017... It was an injury-riddled season for him. And then uh, Nick Tropiano, <laughs> shoulder injury. Jim Johnson. Uh, I mean, the Angels are hanging tough like the new kids on the block. Remember that song from the 80s, George? Hanging tough? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I was, I've heard of new kids on the block. Uh, hanging tough yeah. doesn't ring a bell. I mean, I wasn't a big new kids on the block fan. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, after the show, you could Google it and watch the video. Yeah, uh, right down so, to it. <laughs> yeah, Commercial break. I mean, first thing I go. do. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, they're hanging tough. They're 38-32 in a tough division, but uh, yeah, injury bug has really hit them hard. It has. You know, they're, they're falling out of it now. They're seven and a half games behind Houston now, so yes. they're, they're having their issues, and now they've got a whole bunch of injuries. I think this also plays into the Otani thing mm-hmm. because, uh, listen, they'll try and rehab it, right, and hope. And they could even think about putting, uh, okay, he can't pitch this year, but he mm-hmm. can hit, so we'll keep him on for that. But the more the further they fall out of this, you want to doubt, you know, those plans change because mm-hmm. if, he, if he's going to have to get Tommy John surgery eventually, I think you and I discussed this last week. It could yes. have been me and Kevin. Uh, it was you and I. Okay. So, and I think that still holds. You do have, um, for lack of a better term, let's call it a grace period where mm-hmm. it doesn't matter much whether you have the surgery now or in two months from now, he'll still, you know, miss the season and next and should be mm-hmm. good to go for 20. You know, mm-hmm. so you have that little grace period. I think that's what the Angels are, t- are taking advantage of here. You know, where it doesn't really matter yet. So if we want to, want to see if we can pitch through it, fine. Want to use them as a DH, fine. But if we fall out of it, what's the point? You know, I, I mentioned they're what, seven games, uh, seven and a half behind. Uh, the only point is uh, maybe you sell tickets. <laughs> right? Uh, you know, that, <laughs> that's a valid point. Yeah, yeah. And that is a valid. You, know, you don't know how, yeah. uh, you know, how much that, that's important to them. Sell tickets mm-hmm. for when he's, let's face it, if he's going to be a hitter, he'll hit every mm-hmm. day. You know, yeah. going to theoretically could sell more tickets there. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's going to be intriguing to see what they do. But like you say, they're seven and a half games behind Houston, seven games out of the wild card. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you're making either one of those up, especially with all the injuries you just went through. Right. I mean, they're, they're in some trouble, to put it nicely. But I think this will be interesting to see how it plays out, how the Angels handle this. Because if, I, if I'm an Otani owner, you know, unless you're playing in unlimited DL slots, you have a tough choice to make because you probably have other guys on with DL. You don't know he's coming back in three weeks. You know, is he going to be a hitter? I'm holding on. I own him in one league, and uh, I am one of the people who has a lot of deals. I'm, I'm holding on to him because I, I, I just need to see what's going to happen. You know, I don't want to release him. See, oh, he's going to come back and play every day as a hitter, but he can't pitch. Oh, that would sort of suck if I need those. Uh, because the man can hit. He proved that. So mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to see how uh, the Los Angeles Angels will play this out. The lead that you have him in is: he, can you start him as a hitter or a pitcher? Or yes, a, not both, okay. just one right. or the other. You have to make a decision each week. Right. I actually had a friend of mine in my in our home league who's a you know, knowledgeable guy, not in, not in the industry, but a knowledgeable guy, got mad because you couldn't do both. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? You knew this going in. Right. You know, if a guy has second base eligibility in outfield, you can't put him at both. You can't mm-hmm. put a guy who's a relief pitcher and starting pitcher as both. Choose one. You know, that this is what was going to be the problem that Otani was going to be, that you had to make this choice going in. And going into the season, we thought it would be easy. Pitcher, mm-hmm. because hitting was terrible. Right? He looked like he had a beach ball in spring training. And then he ended up being, oh, yeah, he, he can hit. Yeah, just turned the light switch on, and all of a sudden he could hit. Uh, but, I mean, uh, I guess the the best way to utilize him is to use him in a, uh, in a league that has daily uh, lineup moves where, you know, you can start him as a hitter on maybe three days a week and then – you know, start him as a pitcher, uh, you know, when he does pitch. And, again, we've spoken about this in the past where, you know, even when he was healthy, he wasn't pitching more than once a week. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll wait the three weeks to see what the Angels do. But uh, one guy that's really been killing it for the Angels has been Tyler Skaggs there. Uh, started 2.1 ERA, uh, seven shutout innings Friday night. His last three starts uh, 22 strikeouts in 20 innings, 0.45 ERA, 12 of his 14 starts this season, three runs or less. So, um, I mean, I don't know if he's a guy that 
you would consider targeting in a trade. But uh, I mean, uh, with everything going wrong for the uh, for the Angels, I mean, Mike Trout's pretty good too. But uh, Tyler Skaggs holding on. More breaking news: Mike Trout's pretty good. He's not bad, yeah, Trout. He's, he's, he's right. not bad. You might might want to hold on to him. If you want him to finish, you probably want. You should definitely start him too. He, he is that kind of player. Uh, as for Skaggs. I don't know if I would say target him in a trade, but he's mm-hmm. certainly someone who's restarted. Uh, you, yeah. you brought up all the relevant numbers. 2.88 ERA, 1.23 whip. He's striking out more than a batter per inning. This is somewhat surprising mm-hmm. that he's doing uh, th- this kind of damage here. I, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Whether he can hold it off long haul, anyone's guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we don't, you never know in today's base, in baseball. But, you know, we're living in, a, uh, in the game now, Joe, where it is the three true outcomes. Home run, walk, strikeout. That's what a lot of mm-hmm. these games are about. I mean, you're a Yankee fan. I'm a Yankee fan. It's always it's always seemed to see. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what the uh, I've, I figure what the exact numbers are. The Yankees are something like six for their last 59 with runners in scoring position. Yet they've only lost once during this time. Mm-hmm. You know, because they do hit home runs. So a lot of solo shots, and they have good pitching. They, they get a lot of strikeouts. Labor hitting three run shots. Yeah, that, that, this guy's a uh, incredible because he, he he showed almost no power in the minors. So mm-hmm. uh, it just lets you know uh, you can't always believe the minor league statistics. This uh, obviously this kid's a player. We knew that going in. But uh, as for Skaggs, uh, like I said, uh, I think the question here for Skaggs is, is he a sell high? Mm-hmm. You know, if uh, you know, if I own Skaggs and Joe, Joe Glenn is coming to me, he's willing to give me a good price. Maybe not what I think is 100%, but a good price. I think he is a sell high. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a guy I would move. And Skaggs could easily be in my five up this week. There you go. There you go. Um, sticking with that uh, division. Seattle, man. I mean, we, we had talked earlier in the year about how good uh, the Braves and, and the Phillies were. And uh, the Phillies have kind of faded a little bit, but there's still uh, four games out coming into this weekend. But look at what Seattle's doing. I mean, uh, they have a very good shot. I think if the season ended today, they'd be the wild card, right? They'd be, uh, but uh, Yes, they would. Yeah. You know. Um, what'd you think about, uh, do you believe the news that maybe when uh, Robinson Cano comes back, he might not be the everyday starting second baseman, might be splitting time with uh, D. Gordon? I mean, uh, is Denard Span that good? I mean, I spoke about Denard Span a, a couple weeks ago with you. I said, you know, don't sleep on him. I mean, he's not a fantasy stud, but so far batting over 300 for the Mariners. I had the big hit last night, too, that helped me mm-hmm. uh, beat the Red Sox. We're going to find out a lot about Seattle over the next week and a half. Mm-hmm. Right, they've split the first two games versus Boston. They got two more versus Boston, then three versus the Yankees, then they go to Fenway. So mm-hmm. that's it. They got about eight more games. You're going to find out about the Seattle Mariners, about how good they really are. They've been lucky mm-hmm. so far in their schedule. Haven't played a lot of games versus the Yankees, Red Sox, uh, Houston Astros, Cleveland. Those are the only teams you really have to worry about. So we'll find mm-hmm. out about them. As for Robinson Cano, I thought the, uh, the reasoning was asinine because he can't play in the playoffs. You know, how about getting to the playoffs first? Mm-hmm. I don't see. It, and it would be Span who would really be playing over him. Unless Gordon's a wreck in center field, because Gordon could play second base. I think Gordon goes back to the outfield, Cano plays. Maybe get some tough left hand as he doesn't. But if, if Cano is coming back and he's hitting, you're not going to sit there. I understand you're pissed off at him and you're angry, and you very well should be. But you have to get to the playoffs, too. Remember, the reason why this is important, Robinson Cano not eligible for the playoffs because of the PED suspension. There you go. Here's a, here's, here's a new kids on the block. George, as we head out. Hang it tough. My ears. My poor ears. All right. We'll be back with more Weekend Fantasy Update. Great job, producers. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Fantasy update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Juggalina, George Kurtz. Tip our caps to producers Rob Bowe, 
and Sean Angle, the Fantasy Prince, comes from Royal Bloodlines. Great job as they played us out to a little hanging tough. Little new kids on the block. It shows that, uh, George, they're actually listening to the show. Well, that's always good news, right? <laughs> right? I think it's a good thing. You know, I, I just went inside to go check on my uh, my daughters here. They're playing with, uh, I don't know what they are, mini-me or something. And they told mm-hmm. me to get out of here, old man. Wow. Yeah. Happy it's Father's, Father's Day, Day, George. It's not Father's Day yet, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got 11 and a half hours to, uh, or whatever, it's eight hours to, uh, to break my chops, I guess. Get out of here, mm-hmm. old man. Just, just go. hurts, just hurts. Well, uh, I'm glad you came back uh, t- to uh, to the mic because uh, I'll never call you an old man because I'm probably I might be a little older than you. I don't know, but uh, th- don't take it to heart. Tomorrow's your day, <laughs> and <laughs> and you know you say hopefully you're not going to be the one who's going to be barbecuing tomorrow, right? Because I was just reading an article. Uh, you're a hard worker. I see all these articles that you're pushing through the uh, fantasy football, the Roto Experts fantasy football exclusive edge package is coming out uh, shortly. Uh, you put in articles left and right. So I, you know, some days it's okay just to sit around and do nothing. I was there was an article that came across from Time Magazine. Uh, so you know, I'd read it, but then I'd be doing something. So uh, you know, just I'll just read the headline and say, hey, it's okay to do nothing. I'm just going to do nothing. Uh, it's, it's, you know, uh, I'll probably be splitting the time with the barbecue. I, I don't mind. Barbecue, come on. You know, it's nice to barbecue outside. Probably yeah, I don't mind, the, personally. Probably I just the ball game on out you. there. So uh, I, the, the columns are, uh, <sighs> you know, people who don't know, columns take a while because you have to do a lot of research and stuff like that. Yes. But I don't mind doing yes. them. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, Scott Jake and I this week, we had to do uh, projections and fix mm-hmm. projections to make sure things balanced up. Like, for instance, you know, yeah, the, whatever. The Dak Prescott for the Cowboys. If we have him throw, uh, you know, gonna have, he's gonna have 300 completions this year. Well, then you pretty much have, have the, to have the receivers have wide 300 receivers. receptions. Yeah, right. That sort of thing. And I had to do that for about a third of the league. That Ooh. took forever. And that, mm-hmm. if you want, if you ever want to see me try and throw my laptop out the window, <laughs> that was the time to do it. I mean. Working on the uh, the dock, it would just you know, you'd update one, then you'd have to wait forty five seconds to a minute for the all these uh, stats to update. That was making me angry. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think it was Wednesday night to Thursday. I, I was not happy doing this. I was kept like yelling, complaining. It's one of those things. Thank God it was uh, games on the background. So at least when I was doing, it, I could watch a watch a ball game. But uh, mm-hmm. that wasn't fun. Not that anybody feels bad for me, but. Uh, I feel bad for you. You know, that, you know, this is kind of like a therapy session. You know, it's feel free. Anything else that's bothering you, you tell us. We want to know. <laughs> yeah, everybody cares. Everybody cares. The the old man. My wife calls me old man because I, you know, every time you get up, you know, oh man, my wife goes old man. You know, uh, a while back, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night, which most of us have to do. You know, going to the bathroom, and I have hardwood floors in the bedroom, and uh, you're hearing. Uh, and my wife goes, cause she happened to wake up when I did. Uh, is that the floors? You know, are they squeaking? No, honey, that's my bones. <laughs> and now you wonder why they call you old man. Yeah. And do you scream like that in the middle of the night too? Uh, no. When you no. answer her, I mean, uh, no. <laughs> I think I might have at that 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 one. Yes, because mm-hmm. I knew what she was hearing. I mean, every every bone in my body was uh, was cracking, and my toes, knees, probably my shoulder wasn't even moving. Then where they were all cracking. So, uh, and I knew it was loud. <laughs> so I knew what mm-hmm. she asked. I knew exactly where she was going with it. And she was serious. She didn't know. It wasn't like she was trying to break my chops. She was actually wondering what the noise was. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, it wasn't the floorboards, honey. It was it was it was my bones. There you go. There you go. Uh, so let's get back to a little baseball. Uh, Miguel Sano gets uh, demoted, but uh, you know, typically when someone gets sent down, they especially if they've been in the major leagues for a while, they get sent to sent down to AAA. This guy got sent all the way down to single A ball. He's seven home runs on the season in thirty seven games, two hundred three batting average. Yeah, I mean. Uh, he, Guess he did deserve a demotion, but all the way down to single A. I mean, what do you what do you think about this? You think this is just a way, maybe they're trying to build up his confidence? You know, go go uh, hit against some single A uh, pitchers, and you know you'll probably smash the ball, and the, that'll just build up your confidence, and you come back and and uh, do a little something up here in the big leagues. Well, I know a lot of people thought it was punitive at first. Oh, they're sending him down three levels. My God, they were trying mm-hmm. to send a message. Uh, I, mean, I think that could be a secondary reason, but I think the top mm-hmm. reason was by sending him down to single A, he'll be out of the limelight. There'll be no media there. If you send him down to triple A, you're just playing. That's all you're mm-hmm. doing. You're playing every day. By sending him down to single, he can work on things. There are instructors down there. He's going to Florida. So mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like more of extended spring training than anything else. 
Right. You know, I think this will be a short stay just to uh, – you want to say get his confidence back, fine. But I think they wanted to work on some things, and it's much easier to do that in single-A extended spring training rather than triple-A. So mm-hmm. as, as I said, I don't – I do think there's some punitive measure here, but I don't think that was the main reason for doing this. I think mm-hmm. it is more of an, an instructional. And the bigger question I – mean, I mean, as soon as he got sent down, I'm like, oh, God, here come the questions. You, know, you knew they were going to come, and they did. I, I'm not releasing him unless you have to. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you have a roster crunch, what are you going to do? You can't eat up a DL slot, even if you have slots available, because he got sent down. He's not hurt, so you're literally just eating up a raw a raw a bench spot here. And maybe you can't afford to do that. So if in that case, well, then you got tough decisions to make. But in most normal situations, I want to hold on to him. I think he'll be back. I think the power is legit. I think he's going might need a couple of weeks, maybe the All Star break at the most, where he'll be back. But that being said, the Minnesota Twins. I mean, this is a train wreck team right now. I mean, they have so many problems here. Uh, I mean, Joe Mauer did come back, so good for him there. Doja's not being the player uh, we expect him to be. Polanco's out with the, with the steroids. Uh, I mean, Buxton's out. He's got all issues of his own. The pitching staff has been so-so at best. Irvin Santana's had a setback. Uh, Lance Lynn, who seems to be getting untracked now, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we talked so about he, that last week, yes. Yeah, he's someone you might want to pick up in fantasy leagues if he's still available. Yes. He does seem to be getting uh, on track. You know, Addison, Addison Reed hasn't been as good as uh, expected. So this team has some issues here. So mm-hmm. maybe if they, they don't, things don't work out or they still – if they keep falling behind. I mean, they had that miracle last year where they you know, it came out of nowhere, but they have 13 games. Yeah, they were sellers. Right they now. were sellers at one point last year, and then <laughs> they ended up getting hot in the second half. And, uh, you know. At one point, had a lead on the Yankees in the wild card game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's going to be tough to repeat, but uh, only uh, five so, games uh, behind Cleveland, though. So all all hope is not lost yet. They're only five mm-hmm. games behind Cleveland, who's because they right. Cleveland hasn't hit their stride yet. So yes. Minnesota's not going to do anything drastic yet. But if that lead mm-hmm. gets double digits, then we might see some. Mm-hmm. And if this works, I mean, copycat league. You know, maybe uh, Chris Davis down to single A. I haven't, you know, I saw like a headline. Well, I don't think they graphs. can sit down Chris Davis. I think that's against the, uh, remember, uh, playing time, service time comes into this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you have a certain amount of service time, you can't be sent down unless, uh, you know, right. the options go away. Chris Davis, I mean, show Walter said it last night. If uh, I was Chris Davis, I'd say, look, you want to send me down? I'll go down. I mean, the guy's got no leg to stand on. No, he's terrible. He's just yeah. terrible. I mean, uh, Buck Show Walter said it last night. His, uh, Chris Davis's return to the lineup is not imminent. Not mm-hmm. so you don't know when he's coming back, and th- does this really matter for fantasy owners? I mean, does it matter? You should have no. you should have dropped him long ago and mm-hmm. moved should've on. Drafted it's not him unless out. you're playing a 15 teamer. Personally, I guess he's drafting him a 12 teamer, hoping he's going to hit those I home don't runs. Know. Yeah. But in, in this I don't day like and age, guys I, like that, like the, oh, I the Joey Gallows, and yeah, I mean, come on, I mean. In this day and age, because power is so prevalent, you could find power. You don't need. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, if everything went well for Chris Davis, you're talking 40 home runs, 220. You know, mm-hmm. you, you probably don't need to take that batting average hit in this day and age. Right. Uh, so a couple of guys uh, for the Padres might be coming back fairly shortly. Uh, our friend Joey Lucchese sounds like uh, maybe he's a, a – I hate to say it, cause, but I'm Italian-American. I could say it. You're Galena. You're allowed. I, I'm allowed to say it. Yeah, it sounds like he has his own crime family or something, right? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Lucchese crime family. There we go. <laughs> uh, right. I say, and I say it on the week when uh, that Gotti movie comes out. Uh, John oh, Travolta. Travolta yeah. Gotti. Yeah, yeah. It was John Travolta week, by the way. We'll talk about Joey Lucchese in a second. But uh, I don't know if you realize, it seemed like it was a, a, a John Travolta week, right? Uh, I don't know if you realize, he came back to Brooklyn, uh, went to that same pizza. Have you ever seen Saturday Night uh, Fever? Of course. Okay. No, I don't know. Some people haven't. I mean, I, I, got, I worked with Mike Florio forever, and I, the guy still hasn't seen The Godfather. Florio's like 12 years old. <laughs> no, he, he should have Probably seen hadn't seen Raiders of a Lost Ark or uh, Jaws. Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. These are, uh, you're right. I mean, it's possible. But anyway. But, uh, yeah, so John Travolta came back to Brooklyn, uh, went to Lenny's Pizza. There's that scene, uh, I think it's like one of the opening scenes where he orders two slices, puts one on top of the other, and starts eating them. Uh, It's the 40th anniversary, I think, this weekend of the release of of the movie Grease. And I did learn that Kinnicky, you know, that John Travolta wanted Henry Winkler to play Kinnicky, not uh, Jeff Conway. Learn something new every day. The Fonz, right? Yeah, see? So, uh, but the Scotty movie is getting panned. It got like 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's bad, right? <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds bad. 
Yeah, I'm not. I won't go see. Uh, well, I see, I'm not going to, to see. To compare, either. yeah, to compare, Incredibles two opened this weekend, right? Got a 94 percent rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. So that yeah, I'm looking forward to, to watching that. that. I want to see that. I think I, I will. I, I might sneak in or something. Uh, you know, I'll pay my ticket, but you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm a middle aged guy going to see The Incredibles two. I gotta get to take take a kid or something. <laughs> yeah, just carry one up the street. Hey, kid, wanna go see Incredibles two? <laughs> That, that's the kind They'll of movie get you, know, you, get... you, know, you, you go buy a ticket for uh, whatever, uh, Solo, then you go into Incredibles. Right, right, you don't right, have, right. have to be embarrassed to tell the cashier, uh, hey, mm-hmm. I want to go see I want to go see a cartoon. What do you mm-hmm. think? Uh, no, uh, Incredibles 2. I, I didn't see Incredibles 1. so no. You didn't? I guess I, oh, you have no. to. Great movie. Great no, movie. I really, I really You're don't. not into those Pixar kind of movies like uh, Toy Story and all that? I did see Toy. I saw kids. Toy Story on a yeah. date back in the day. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw Toy Story, and I liked uh, what's the one with that stupid squirrel in the acorn? Ice Age. I thought that was pretty mm. good. You know, mm. so I did. Once again, they were date movies back. You know, yeah. that was great. Nowadays, I'm married. I'm not. I'm not Look at you! Look at you cartoon. playing the field, taking taking your girls to see cartoons. Look at you. Odds are they had to want to go because even <laughs> on a date, thing, I would I wouldn't be offering to go see you know Toy Story. I guess mm-hmm. the was. Something they'd want to see more than what are we going to take and see Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, let's go see a bloody <laughs> war movie with body parts all over the place. Yeah, that'll work yeah. out well. Yeah, go see Schindler's List and uh, you know, right, yeah, cry. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. So another movie. Since we're talking movies, and we get to talk Joey Lucchese in a second, but uh, Tag came out this week. If you heard about this movie, and if you're not going to see Incredibles two or, or these other movies, you're not going to see Tag. But it's a real life story about a group of guys that have been playing a game of Tag. Uh, that's still going on in their in they're in their fifties right now, right? And they play, you know, now they play once a year for the month of February. So uh, John Hamm, the guy from uh, Mad Men, he's in it. Huge, by the way, huge St. Louis Cardinals fan. So, uh, and I think he should have played, been one of the guys who eventually played uh, Batman, but he hasn't. But Tag looks interesting. I'm just gonna keep quiet. Yeah. You want me to go see a movie? But, About uh, guys in their fifties yeah. so, uh, playing talking, tag. Uh, Joey Lucchese coming back. I'm still stunned about the tag thing. Oh yeah, uh, I thought you left me. Did you leave me? I would never leave you, Joe. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, but Joey Lucchese, the head of the uh, Lucchese crime family, had a really nice uh, rehab start, and he, I've been uh, having to bench him for a while. Didn't want to drop him because this guy. Came on pretty good. I mean, uh, 48 strikeouts in 47.1 innings, 3.23 ERA. Uh, decent whip, 1.22. You liking Lucchese? Hey. I mean, uh, <laughs> give me a slice. That's uh, <laughs> why I like Lucchese. Uh, I do, I do, you know, but he's not somebody I'm going to be dying to, uh, to pick up or put back in my uh, lineup. It depends. Uh, he's going to be a matchup guy. What else, he, uh, what else do I have over him? You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pitchers in this realm now that we just I, – I know I got it. Between the guys I'm a DL in one, in one of my leagues and guys in my starting lineup, there's like six of them that are all the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know who to release when guys come over with the DL because I, I almost have to pick yeah. and choose. It's and I think Lucchese in this is going to be the loser here because, well, wins are going to be tough to come by. Mm-hmm. It's Padres, not the greatest team. And all his numbers are good. I like his ERA, yeah. the whip strikeouts. I think this guy is a pitcher. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, can I drop someone more established over him, for him? You know, I think the Padres are going to get worse as the year goes on because they'll make some trades to take away from the major league team. You know, maybe they trade Brad Hand, you know, Yates, whatever, just to get the younger players there to build up for the future. So that's going to be my problem with Lucchese. But I, I'm not really dissing the player because mm-hmm. I do like uh, what he can do, and I do like his future. I probably like his future more than his present. I think that's where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to diss him because you're afraid you think he's going to put a hit on you. Damn right, man. I might get another <laughs> horse's head in my bed. Uh, you know, a wrapped up fish in a newspaper. I'm, I'm out of here. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Franklin Barreto got called up. But Matt Chapman uh, of the A's uh, on the DL sore hand, I think, right? Uh, Franklin Barreto is a guy that I've been monitoring for the past couple of years. Uh, been blocked, though, right? I mean, Marcus Simeon. Has been pretty decent, you know, for fantasy purposes. He's been a guy that, you know, you get real late in drafts and a guy that could hit upwards of 20 home runs, maybe steal 10 to 15 uh, bases. But uh, Franklin Bredo, his time is coming. Maybe not in this, you know, call up. I don't know how long he's going to be here, but uh, I think Franklin Bredo for the long haul could be someone to really keep your eye on. Yeah, a lot of information here. Uh, as for Chapman, 
this looks like to be the definition of a 10-day DL guy. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that is if the DL was still 15 days, he probably doesn't go on. But the fact mm-hmm. that it's 10, he's going to miss three, four games anyway. Yeah, we'll give him the extra rest. We'll call up Barreto. So I mm-hmm. think uh, this is a short-term you know, uh, promotion for Barreto. He's not really doing anything to – and AAA that says, hey, you need to call me up. Only about in 231. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But, uh, he does have a bunch of home runs. You know, if that excites you, seven home runs, 20 ribbies, uh, might steal your base at most. So I think he's going yeah. to be sent back down. You mentioned Semyon. I said, Semyon is what he is. You know, he's a hitter who can play shortstop because he really doesn't mm-hmm. play short all that well. He's not as bad as he once was. At one time, right. it was an error waiting to happen. Now he's just Yeah, yeah they really adequate. worked on his defense. They were. They had, well, they had mm-hmm. to, or else he's going to be a mm-hmm. DH right outfielder. So mm-hmm. uh, I, said, I think Barreto, I, I certainly am not going for him in Fab because by the time you go Fab tomorrow night, He'll be gone. He may be down on Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. late, next week. So you're going to get him for a week. Is, mm-hmm. is a week worth it? To me, probably not, unless I'm really desperate. Mm-hmm. Um, Jorge Soler finally seems to have come into his own. Now he's on the DL. Uh, broken toe. Going to be out for a while. Yeah, that, that was terrible for fantasy owners, right? Broke the toe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you mentioned he finally, finally was playing well. Finally reached mm-hmm. that... Uh, I don't want to see the height of uh, what he was supposed to be, but finally he was paying off. They traded Wade Davis for him, and that was finally starting to pay off somewhat. Breaks his toe, so he's going to be out a little while. It looks like he could be out until August. You know, mm-hmm. so it's hard. You break your toe, you can't push off on it, can't do anything else. He was batting 265, nine home runs, 28 ribbies. Not great, but he was a useful five outfield. Say it again. Five outfields we start in fantasy, which is every starting outfield that has value between starters, DHs, utility players, bench. Mm-hmm. We need them. Mm-hmm. He's gone. Uh, he's. I'll say this. He's not a guy. If my DL is, f- is full, I'm not holding on to him. There you go. Look at these. Look at these guys. Look at these producers. I mentioned. I mentioned George Travolta. Look, they're, look, they're playing. They're playing your theme song. George, they're playing your theme song. We'll be back with more Weekend Fantasy Update, Fantasy Football, more Fantasy Baseball. We'll be back. <laughs> 